0: Tato, BGO, welcome to Startup Nation United. Very, very um, happy to have you here. Um, uh, we had a great episode talking about UBQ and and your work and, and the importance of this company in the context of the world in general. Uh, but, um, but like we just discussed, uh, your company has also been at the front line of everything that's been happening with the conflict and the situation over the last uh, 51 days, really. So for a time capsule, you know, November twenty sixth. It's fifty one days into the war, um, and it's um, it's an important time to stop and reflect on on how a company like UBQ managed to go from from tragedy, but to continue and to uh, to continue being one of the one of the leading figures in the Israeli ecosystem, and not only business as usual, but to continue being uh, one of the most notable companies according to Times of uh, twenty twenty three. And so it's uh, it's great to have you here, Tato. Thank you so much. Um, before we even get started talking about October 7th and the tra- tra- tragic events that happened there tell me just a little bit for context about about yourself and about ubq just so that we have context here all together
1: thank you michael thank you i uh, I'm happy to be in the, in your in this presentation with you thank you um, yeah I am a, a... Peruvian uh, by origin, and I'm here in Israel for most of my uh, adult life. Um, UBQ is a result of many years of uh, probably a professional experience and uh, and the, and the impetus that I had as a person always uh, with a very entrepreneurial spirit. But I think that being an entrepreneur with a lot of business and industrial experience uh, makes it. Maybe easier to be one of the those that succeed in the statistic to, you know, to be able to make it. Um, typically, they say one out of ten or one out of twenty startups uh, uh, succeed. I think that it is very, very much in line with the potential of an execution team that you have. And if uh, and if you are an experienced person and you know how to bring extraordinary people around you, the chances are much higher. And that's what what we did in 2012. We uh, established UBQ, and since then, uh, really, we have been uh, making probably good choices and also have been uh, very thorough in developing this technology to that point where today UBQ is able to convert household waste, municipal household waste, including all the organics, okay, which is the food residues and the chicken bones and the hamburgers and the pizza box with the pizza and the diapers and the mixed plastics together into a green, sustainable, recyclable plastic that can replace uh, uh, oil-based plastics. This is an alternative uh, material that is sustainable, that doesn't cost the planet anything, and on the contrary, we're solving the, 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 the harms of waste, and on the other hand, replacing scarce and expensive oil-based resins with a material that never existed before, which is called UBQ material. That's what we do.
0: Incredible. And so uh, obviously an international company, internationally recognized company in the, in the, in the um, sustainability space and, uh, and extremely cool technology, you, you also, for context, have factories and plants uh, across Israel
1: and also down in the south, right? That is correct. We have uh, our our uh, R and D facility, which trained into the commercial pilot plant, and then in the, into the commercial plant, uh, was established. Is established in the south of Israel, um, about thirty five kilometers from uh, the from Gaza Strip. Uh, some of our employees uh, come from uh, adjacent areas. You might know that around the the strip, uh, uh, there are a number of communities most of them agricultural communities people that in a way were entrepreneurs and came to develop the land and uh, and also establish uh, eventually industrial facilities and became a powerhouse in the economy of, of this country uh, extraordinary people families being in a community where everything is is split between them it's a very novel cause most of them are very pacific and passive. You have a number of artists, uh, and and they, and they, some of them uh, have a very professional degrees. And they, we have a, a number of uh, about twenty people that come from from those areas working in UBQ in the south, in our plant. And uh, definitely, we were part of 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 these events uh, of Saturday the seventh because. Uh, A good portion of our employees do live in those affected communities. So,
0: so walk me through, you know, where, where were you on October the 7th morning? So early morning, um, you know, what, what was the situation for you and, and then how did things unfold for you over the next one or two days as sort of you were piecing together the whole situation?
1: I live in Tel Aviv and that morning october 7th the they rock they they fired about 2500 missiles to the different parts of the country including tel aviv so at 6:30 a.m. on saturday which is uh, you know our our, our sacred day uh, shabbat and it's especially a day of of uh, of uh, calmness because it was also a holiday and uh, uh, so so you know uh, we're sound asleep, 6.30 a.m. alarms. We immediately go to the refuge room and uh, it was very strange to get alarms all of a sudden out of nowhere in Tel Aviv. Uh, It was on because these were rockets from Gaza. And in that minute, when I went to the the refuge with my kids, uh, uh, I realized that if I am getting rockets, most probably all my staff living in adjacent areas were being bombed uh, more t- times more than me, uh, so I immediately sent a WhatsApp uh, to, uh, to our plant uh, manager and CEO, um asking him uh, how is he, and he told me, look, they're firing like crazy, and I'm in the refuge room taking care of myself, but uh, but uh, this is a this is a disproportionate attack, and we've never seen something like that before. Um, a few minutes later, when 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 we could step out of the of the refuge room, because after ten minutes you can go out and wait for the next alarm. If it comes uh, again, I send a WhatsApp and I said, "How are you doing, Gil Gilfellus?" Uh, uh, he said Tato, this is this is worse than we thought. Uh, I think I'm hearing terrorists around us a shooting a all over the place, and these missiles had only been a distraction for something even bigger. And I'm talking to you 7 a.m. only 30 minutes late. This guy is in their future with her wife, his wife and, and kids and a little dog, a uh, quiet, uh, n- not knowing what happens, but for sure, he's hearing shots and he's hear, hearing a and he's hearing uh, a lot of noise uh, uh, and, and he understands that he's in a different situation than ever before. There is probably an invasion of terrorists, and there will be a there will be a situation, uh, and 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 that's that's the. If you ask me how I opened the the morning at seven a.m., I I was already aware that something bad was going on. Uh, the outcome uh, will evolve um, uh, in the next hours, and I was in a way uh, leaving what they were leaving because we were on the phone most of the time unbelievable so so what what, what unfolded over the next few hours uh, at 7 30 a.m i got another whatsapp this time from uh from our uh, uh, from one of our accountants her name is nina and uh, she lives in kibbutz nirooz Gil lives in another kibbutz Itzwaraza, which is a lot far away uh, and she she said the uh, uh, Guys, my husband has been shot. Please call. Please call the military. Please call the ambulance. Please help me. We're hearing shots now. This is another kibbutz. So I am now realizing that they are also uh, uh, hearing terrorists around, and that her husband is shot in the in, on the floor with a towel, trying to stop the hemorrhage, while they are trying to close the door of the refuge room. So one little detail that is important maybe to mention to you and. Uh, and everyone who is listening to us is that these refuges are not made for terrorist attacks people coming in. They are made to cover you from bombs, so the doors have no lock. You just close the door, it's a big door, but you don't have a, a system to lock it from inside. So they don't be, have to take the, the handle and exert counter pressure to the terrorist trying to open the door. Uh, and this guy was shot, and he still was on the floor with one hand keeping the handle, and with the other with a towel because Nina was with her three, three kids, you know, pampering them and giving them security. So she had hands to to help him handle the, the 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 door, and she was desperate and she was really you know crying in WhatsApp for for help. And then we started hearing from the others that were in the same group in our WhatsApp group. From other kibbutzim, Betty, for example, saying exactly the same guys, we are in the same situation, working shots, working screens. So in the next hours, uh, I asked my kids to go to sleep. Luckily, we stayed very late that night, so they were very tired and they didn't need to be with me. I was getting WhatsApp and I was trying to find, you know, give answer to this. But just like them, these people that I know, they're... Hundreds and thousands of others whom I don't know who have friends in Tel Aviv and others asking for the same help. So so there was a disproportionate number of people asking desperately for help while the terrorists were really uh, in hundreds. Going house by house, shooting everyone, and, you know, either killing or burning houses with people inside the uh, alive. And some of them, those who couldn't stand the horror the or needed to breathe because the house was burning, were taken uh, as hostages. And, uh, and so at 11 a.m., we started seeing footage from them, the terrorists, where they were filming and they were sending it to their social uh, media. And that social media was, was you know, taken by, by the news here in Israel. And, and we started seeing almost live how they conquered all these beautiful communities and how they started to killing people uh, like savages the, the most tragic thing maybe was that there was a, a peace concert uh, uh, in, uh, in an adjacent there were thousands of young people dancing in the middle of the night it was a peace concert called the nova concert and these guys had the perfect storm. They found all these young kids and started shooting them, just like you know, like uh, like savages. And 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 they killed hundreds. So the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, we didn't know exactly what was happening, but we already knew that probably we lost some of our colleagues, and uh, and that uh, and that we didn't know really how many we had lost and what was the destiny because the batteries of their telephones sometimes finished and they didn't have connection and the army was also grabbing the the communications so the terrorists couldn't communicate. So they lost communication and we were like, waiting to hear from them, you know what's going on. So very, very difficult day, I tell you. I mean, we go and sleep for 48 hours almost. Um, And if you want to know what is the outcome of UBQ, a uh, regrettably, out of the 13 people that we have living in these communities, two were shot dead. Uh, one is our uh, our head accountant who was working with the other accountant whose husband was shot. She, she, they, they couldn't really stop them from coming into the refuge room. They, uh, she and her husband were shot and the two twins, 10 months old, were left alive. The reason that they were left alive is not that they didn't kill babies, because because they, kept, they killed a lot of babies and even decapitated them. The reason these kids were were kept alive is because their cry would attract the soldiers to rescue them, and that way they could. It, it was a human trap to attract soldiers and shoot them. So uh, a horrible, a horrible, really, you know, it's um, it's macabre, but that's what happened. But they live. So. They at least live, and, and 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 then the other one is uh, uh, is our head engineer, with second second plan manager Uri Russo, uh, who was also shot dead. Luckily, he was defending his family, family, and he could shoot. So, so the terrorists didn't want to they wanted really to to deal with his house because there was a, a crazy guy shooting from there. They didn't know they had already shot him dead. So they left them alone. So he in a way saved her, her wife and three daughters. Uh, the other 11 were 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 lucky that they were alive because their houses were burned, but they didn't chop and um, but they of course lost family and all the community and their most you know uh, close friends um, a true disaster, a true disaster. 1,400 dead, 250 hostages, 2,500 wound, and, uh, and, and for me, the most terrible thing is that these communities that really, you know, are the heart and soul of what you call developing the land, developing the future, creating communities, you know, cooperating uh, 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 in, in freedom to make uh, life better and circular and clean, which is the motto of that. This is exactly the population that was shot killed there. And that is a, that is a true tragedy. We need to put those communities back immediately. And we need to come to life immediately to tell the terror, you will never win like that. That's not the way. and we And we will show you that there's no way we are going to fall apart. We will rebuild these communities, and uh, and we will, I know we will we will continue. And uh, it's un- unbelievable. Um,
0: so uh, along the same mindset of we will continue and we will rebuild. Um, you lost employees, you lost team members. How did you? How did you con? How did you You continue functioning? Over this, let's say a week, even. How, what What do you, use as a leader, how do you continue running this
1: company during this during this time? We we look. We got we had we had very clear that the first priority was to be very very close to our team members in Israel. Uh, I, I just want to make a parenthesis. We also have a, a very big team in the Netherlands. We have a plant, a big plant in the Netherlands, uh, uh, and yet. Uh, all our attention was focused on the welfare of our employees. We really were close to them. We made sure that anything that they needed, in addition to whatever the government was able or not able to give them, we give them, uh, they left those those houses with, any, with nothing. I mean, they lost them. So they needed food, they needed uh, clothing, they needed computers, they needed support and we were there for them. That was the first thing we did in that week. The second thing is that we already spoke about if and when we will be able to go back to the factory in yeah. South uh, with a small team of people just to take a uh, material, you know, uh, part of our stock material to, to an outer space so that we can ship it abroad and continue supplying our customers from the material we have in Israel. So we already organized an operation of rescuing our our material from the factory. And on top of it, we already started working with with our uh, team leaders, uh, factory in the South, on how to try eventually and bring the factory back as soon as possible because we knew that was the only way to overcome uh, some of the difficulties of these people. Going back to work and trying to... Go back to normality is the best remedy to overcome uh, that trauma, which of course will psychologically will be there, but but they needed that uh, that uh, that ventilation to go back to work. So we prepared everything, we were close to our people. Uh, we informed all our investors, all our employees around the world, all our suppliers. We would send every three days to everyone, a different letter, of course, because you address the letters differently to each one of our stakeholders, informing them what we were doing. And that was extremely appreciated by all our, our you know, ecosystem. And, 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 and so they were part of, of, of what we were going through and they really were very supportive and that helped us overcome these three difficult first weeks where, where, where we really need to put our act together back again. After three weeks, we started organizing our teams to go back, we rented places, we organized transportation, and four weeks later, UBQ was back in operations with, uh, with, with our team members. And I have to tell you that when I went, went the first day, we were all very emotional because we could see the rooms of our colleagues empty and their photographs and everything, but we were so happy that we could, you know, continue. And that we will show that the terror will never stop us from doing the right thing, and uh, and that spirit is 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 extremely uh, valuable. And the resilience and solidarity uh, of these people is is beyond anything I have ever, ever seen. And uh, and I'm so proud. Our team members and in general of the Israeli society has been very supportive. Also
0: to us,
1: incredible, Tato.
0: Um, thank you so much for sharing with me both your, your personal experience, but your leadership and, and the, well, what sounds to have been a, you know, a, a tragedy for, for, for all of us, but, but also for a company like QBQ, but, but what, what a motive that continuously came back at time uh, over this conversation is the imperativeness of continuing, rebuilding, staying strong and, and the best remedy is to continue and to continue and continue inspiring not just locally but but internationally and and continue being a leader and uh and so I can I can see how you you're living through this 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 pain but at the same time you're you're leading through it and and so as a as, a, as an entrepreneur I, I thank you for that for that leadership and for that inspiration so so thank you very very much for for everything and for this time here I'm excited to share this with with everybody uh, you know, 51 days into the war, it's, it's not enough to gain perspective necessarily, but already I feel like uh, there's there's a lot to be to be shared here. So thank you so much for everything, Tato. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. I appreciate it.